announce all things Gators, all things orange and blue, Frank Frangie, Dan Hicken. What's up, Hick? Uh, doing great, Frank. Appreciate it. Thank you to Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, se-ortho.com, for all your orthopedic needs. <sighs> I was uh, oh, so close, so close yeah. to winning my stake bet with Bubba, my friend Bubba. Um, yeah. Bowl game was on the line. I was going to knock off a top 10 team on the road. I mean, I just got to exercise a lot of demons. And I really, I really love how they fought. And I, I dared to let myself start to believe on fourth and 17 only to get a knife in my heart and uh disappointing, disappointing loss to say the least. A lot of things to unpack from that game, but you know, it is what it is at this point. I could tell you, you know, from the glass half full, Frank, if we have a, if we make a, 39 yard or 44 yard field goal, whatever it was against Arkansas. And we stopped fourth and 17 Gators are seven and four. They're going into Tallahassee or getting ready to play the Tallahassee's with a feel good, trying to get eight wins already bowl eligible. Life is generally good around Gatorland. Instead they're five and six and still trying to snap a losing streak. I said the same thing, Dan. I said this, there are two plays from seven and four, a missed field goal and fourth and 17. So let me tell you what I've taken out of this. I'm going to give you a big picture here, okay? Oh, I like that. Big picture. I'm, I'm good I, I thought. I mean, I thought about the, the stat that rattled me, Yeah, really rattled me, was the, the Gators have played six times in Columbia, Missouri, with five different coaches. Now, one was an interim, okay. but they've run out of the tunnel with five different coaches and six trips to that place. We got to stop firing coaches. You know what? Uh, I don't know if Billy Napier is going to be good, Dan. I think right. he might be, but I don't. There's there's still way too much sideline confusion and timeouts, and there's so much stuff that that they mess up. It's amazing how much stuff they mess up, and he's got to get better at it. But I'll tell you this: he fixed the offense. Like it or not, he fixed the offense. Other than Georgia, when they scored 20 points, which is more than everybody else gets against Georgia, they've been north of 30 every game in the last six. He's he turned Graham Mertz in from a guy who was 36 touchdowns and 24 picks to 20 and three. He had Max Brown ready to play. I, I didn't know who Max Brown was. I don't know where he's from. I don't know where he went to high school. Yeah. I, I don't know if anybody recruited him, but Danny had him ready to play and yeah. almost won the game. He's got the third or fourth ranked recruiting class coming in. The worst thing they they he needs is three. I hope he wins enough games. He's not getting fired now. Right. I hope he wins enough games in year three to get to year four. And I'll bet you he'll build that program. I may be way off the mark here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just still, I was encouraged the other day. I know people say they don't want moral victories. Well, sometimes you do want a moral victory, you know? Yeah. I'm encouraged with where I think they might be headed. And call me crazy. Shout me down if you want. But I, I really am. I hope I hope he gets his four years. And I think it's going to be a darn good roster when he does. I really do. I like where you're coming from. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to gloss over. There's a lot of warts on this program. Uh, that have to be noticed and fixed. Uh, but he has done a lot of good things. And, you know, it's just the losing just gets to you, man. I mean, you got, I got Missouri kids dancing on my kids. I just, I can't, I can't. You got to, you know, you go see your boy Drinkwitz at SEC Media Days and you give him a swift kick in the rear end from yours truly. All right. I yeah, mean, yeah. A nonsense. But anyway, uh, just bitter, bitterman. You know, we could change the narrative by, handling them uh, like we should. So right. I, I, I do. I, you know, I was talking to our friend, Tony Baselli the other day at the game, the Sunday game. Right. And he had a great point. And I, I and I, and this, and I, I think you would agree with this too. We were talking about like, he was like, you know, Hick, the great teams in college football in the last 15 years, because he's SC guy and he's obviously full of disappointment. 
with college football as well. He says, the great teams in college football the last 15 years, the the Alabamas and now the Georgias and the Ohio States and the Michigans of late. I mean, just the ones that you Clemson, you know, what do they they have one thing, you know, they all win in the trenches, man. They all win up front. They got the dudes up front and they, they're not they're not they all run different variations. They can run the football. They can stop the run. They don't necessarily uh, get the ball, hike it, get the ball, hike it, get the ball, hike it. I think that's what Napier ultimately is trying to build and wants to do. Now, I will say this. He needs to do better on the recruiting front than that. He doesn't have the five-star offensive lineman. He's only got one D lineman who's a five-star, but only one. I mean, we and he's got some young guys there, and they're going to get better. Uh, but but I think that's his plan, and that would go towards your long-term success of the program, I think. I'll tell you what, on the camera, first of all, I talked to Tony in the booth. He talked about the same stuff with me. Mm-hmm. Then I heard you talk, but I didn't relate it to Florida until I heard you talk about it on your radio show yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. And then on my show in the afternoon, I made the point and credited you talking to Tony about it. That's right. The bottom yeah. line yeah. is Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, they're – Tough and physical. You know what they yeah. do? They have 300-pound linemen who go play in the NFL. Yeah. Right? And that, and they win with big, tough, physical linemen and big, fast linebackers who go play in the NFL. And I really do believe he's going to recruit that. I don't keep up with who's committed and who's not. Sure, you're, sure. You're the big reporter for recruiting. But I but I do think that's how he was the under saving all those years. He, he got real excited about Cam Jackson and Caleb Banks. They didn't turn out to be great. They were okay because he knows they're big and physical. He struck. He brought Cameron Waits with him from Louisiana. Hadn't great yet, but he's big and physical. Osiris Torrance he brought last year, who was really good and big and physical. I think he knows that, Dan. What you said, he's an old-school guy that's trying to build it the old-school way. They're not going to be fancy. They're not going to have fancy uh, play with tempo. They're just not going to be that. But he's trying to build it that way. And, and, and again, the offense, he's starting to do that. He had a, he's, For two years now, he's had a really good running game. Now, part of that is he's got two good backs. But I think there's something there. I, I just, I just, and look, I don't know if he's going to be a great coach. Right. We have to quit firing our guys, Dan. Yeah. We have to quit. We and, have to quit. And we all agree they're not doing that, right? But right. you're saying give year. them next year, too. Yes. I, yeah. I give him, I think because I think be we're both concerned that if they start one and four next year, right. Right. you know. Because all the people on social, all the, yeah. so there's still people that are going to hear us say this. Yeah. I mean, that, and I'll say it again. They're two plays from seven and four. Yeah. They just went and played the number nine. Think about this. Yeah. They just went and played the number nine team in the country. Yeah. They didn't have their best offensive lineman in Glockin. They didn't have their second best offensive lineman, Austin Barber. They didn't have either inside linebacker, Shamar James or Scooby. They're playing a young – they didn't have Caleb Douglas, who's one of their better receivers. Yeah. They didn't have all this. They lost their quarter – the only quarterback who's played in the third quarter, they brought some quarterback nobody's heard of into the fourth quarter – and they were one play from beating the number nine team in the nation, and they've got the number four recruiting class coming in, and there's still some people that want to fire the guy. That, yeah. That's what astounds me. You and can't – got to yeah. stay the course. And they played hard, man, and they're down nine with – easy to give up. You're down nine. You got right. Max in there, and it doesn't look good, and he rallies them back, and – I mean, you can quibble. There's a lot, you know, obviously everybody's quibbling about every little thing, you know, ETN can't run out of, I get it. And, you know, maybe yeah. they should have kept their foot on the gas, but if he throws a pick down there, I, right. you know, and then you, and then you stop them three times. You got them backed up fourth and 17 know. is the killer. But I, I will say this, this, uh, and these, this, I got this, I saw this from Edgar, Edgar Thompson, who covers the Gators for right. down in Orlando. And, and he p- posted this and this is, 
not surprising, but alarming. Okay. Four teams nationally allow more yards per play. Only four. Right. Uh, Three more 30 yard pass plays. Only three more teams have allowed one team with fewer takeaways. Uh, They're dead last in the SEC in sacks with 19, Frank, and none with more 40 yard pass plays allowed. I mean, those are just disgraceful numbers that sit and eat at your craw. And 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 that's why you're not surprised when they hit a fourth and 17. But man, oh, man. Just drop back linebackers. I mean, just gig. I mean, oh gosh, it was just a yeah. tough one. That well, was a well, gut punch game. It was a gut punch game. No, no question. But let me address the numbers you just said. Yeah. I'm a big believer in this. Yeah. And, and the one mistake he not one, he's made a bunch of mistakes. But the glaring mistake he's made, and I'll bet he would do differently if uh, he had it over again, is whether they fit the culture or not. I would have hung on to some more old players. The Tyron Hopper should still be there. Yeah. You know, Xavier Henderson should still be there. There's uh, the safety who's playing. McMillan who's playing well at pitch should still be there. What's happened is Chatfield at Oregon State, another guy. Correct. Yeah, if you, yeah. If you, if you if what happened is if you didn't fit, if you didn't fit, kind of what he's trying to the, the pass rusher at Virginia Tech. The, yeah, you know, Rylan Powell. Yeah, yeah. So what I think happens is he wants everyone to fit, everyone on the same page. So the old guys leave. You're playing a bunch of young guys. But I can tell you this. Uh, an 18 and 19 year old yeah. defensive player isn't the same as a 23 year old. And so what's happened is if you, uh, people on point to coaching, listen, I've heard from Gator fan and I'm one of them, by the way, but I've heard from Gator fan that Randy Sanders was no good. And and Todd Grantham was no good. And Patrick Tony was no good. And Austin Armstrong's now no good. It's not always the coach. Fans yeah. want to say it's the coach and let's yeah. fire the coach, fire the coordinator. The truth is they got no dudes. How about this, Dan? I, I, we see NFL games every week, right? I, yeah. I, I'm blessed. I get to see the NFL teams all the time because I mm-hmm. call the games. Mm-hmm. How many impact players are there in the NFL, defensive players, from Florida? There's Alex Anzalone's pretty good. He, he yeah. played 100 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think Keanu Neal and Mike Martin. Still in. Still in, yeah. They're two, they were 200 years ago. Yeah. Um, but Johnson Grenard starts. He's just a guy, but he starts. Yeah. Yeah, then. Florida doesn't produce. Let me tell you what. You want me to start running off Georgia and Alabama defensive players in the league? We don't have enough time on the podcast, bro. Yeah, yeah. So at some point, you got to get dudes. That's fair. Defense is dudes, man. Defense isn't did you blitz. Defense isn't did you drop the right amount. You know know why that play didn't work? I don't want to pick on one guy because he did the best he could. But Manny Nunnery is probably at Florida because he couldn't make the two deep at Houston. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and he's forced into action because Scooby's not there and Shamar's not there and this guy's not there. And he did the best he could. He made a great play earlier that drive to knock yeah. the ball away. He probably should have got a little more depth on the play that they hit. And he, and he didn't, but he's, he's trying the best he can. They need to get players. It's not Austin Armstrong. Isn't, I don't know if he's any good, but he's not this terrible coordinator that made this dumb decision. They don't need players over on defense. That's why these last five coordinators, everybody wants them fired. At some point, you got to get players. I think Billy Napier will do that. I believe that at all my own. I really do. Well, man, and hopefully he does. Look, uh, now we're on to Florida State. Uh, we yeah. got a chance. Uh, nothing to lose game. Nothing to lose. So you got night under the lights in the swamp. Unfortunate injuries. Oh, we should say to a shout out to Graham Mertz. You know, you proved us, proved uh, most of us wrong. Yeah. Uh, tip of the cap. And if you got to end your season, hell of a hell of a play to end your season on my man. He was I terrific, mean, God yeah. bless he you. Was, what, 
yeah. know, you did 15 proud. I'll say that. And that's right. about the yeah. highest compliment I can give you. Right. Uh, what a, what a great year. I hope he comes back for one more. I, I think he might, I, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think he has much of an NFL future, but he's proved me wrong before. So who knows, but yeah, just a, just a really great kid by all accounts. Great leader by all accounts, really good football player. Well done, Graham Mertz. Well done. hundred percent. I, I, I don't, I don't need to repeat it. Cause you said yeah. it all perfectly. Yeah. But he, yeah. what, what a good Gator he turned out to be. Yeah. And he, for sure. for all, all the people thought he wouldn't be good. He was terrific. I think he does come back and listen, if there's anything to downtown Max Brown, I don't know if there is or not. I, I, but he looked like he knew what he was doing. He made four plays in that game. Yeah. So, Obviously, the the fourth down throw to Khalil Jackson Ooh. had to be perfect. Yeah, the, the throw up the left side that Khalil went up and got was a really good throw. Yeah, the the running play, Dan, where Jesse Palmer made the point on the broadcast, he was right. Once he got loose, the the twenty eight yard play, whatever it was, the presence of mind to cover yeah, the ball up. up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he look, Billy had him ready to play. I, I have no idea how he'll play against FSU. Is backup versus backup? But let me say this. If let's say he plays okay in the game, win or lose, let's say let's say Max Brown looks like he belongs because he looked okay. like he belongs for a quarter and a half. He yeah. really did. Yeah. Okay. Let's say he looks like he belongs. Mertz comes back, Lagway comes in. You suddenly have a pretty good quarterback room. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and so so that that's an example of slowly but surely, you know, you're going to build this thing. So I, I yeah I listen. I don't like going five. I think they're going to lose FSU. I'll be honest, even yeah. with the backup. I yeah. think Roddenberger's played more than Brown has. Well, and they can't stop Trey Benson. I mean, he's right. going to have a field right. day. I, they're probably going to hand him the ball 40 times. I mean, Agreed. I would. Yeah. So they're probably going to be fine. Let me make another point, too. I'm on a roll on this stuff. Okay. He, he, if they lose, he's going to be 11 and 14 in two years, yeah. right? Yeah. 20, 11 and 14, 25 opponents. Well, for what it's worth, of the 25 opponents, the way it's going to play out this year, mm-hmm. 16 will have gone to bowl games of the 25. That okay. they lost. Okay. Oh, the 25 he's, games. Okay. Yeah. Of, of the 25 opponents, win or lose, mm-hmm. of the 25 opponents he's played, 16 going to bowl games. Dan, 14 were ranked at the time Florida played them. Do you realize Oof. that? No. Four, 14 of the 25 opponents that Billy Napier will have faced as the Florida head coach were ranked at the time Florida played them. Okay. And here's the, the mind boggling stat 10, assuming Missouri beats Arkansas, which they're going to do. Right. 10 of the 25 opponents Billy Napier will have played, 40% are going to have 10 win season. 10 wins. Ooh. 40% of the opponents are double digit win teams. Wow. So, so, yeah, there were two bad losses Vanderbilt last year and Arkansas this year. Yep. But the other losses were really good teams. And but so, I, I, I got news for you about that, Frank, because next year at this time, you're going to be saying of the 37 opponents, yeah, that yeah, I know. the numbers know. are going to be just that's, that's what you got to deal with in Florida, man. I'm sorry, but good point. That, good point. that's the way it is. Here, I'll, I'll say this about Billy Napier, and I'm, I'm, I like what you I like everything you're saying. And I think we're all rooting for him. Right. Cause yeah, right. everybody you talk to, everybody who knows him, loves him. Right. Play, former players, you know, uh, current players, they're playing hard. They haven't quit. They haven't quit. Right. Um, but I'll say this. If he does succeed at Florida, he is going against the norm. The yeah. generally speaking college football coaches year two, you see. So if he does make it, He's doing it against all odds. And yeah. you know what? I hope he does. I, But Graham Mertz was against all odds. Billy believed in him. He proved us wrong. Hopefully we're wrong about Billy Napier, too. Or at least yeah. I so, am. I'll speak for so, myself. Uh, quickly this week. Yeah, yes. how, what are the chances this week in your mind? Uh, you know, I, uh, six and a half in Vegas surprises me. I don't. 
I think you're discounting how many good other good football players Florida State has, and also our our defense is just not. Now, can we can we just cheat ten guys up and take away the run? Well, if we do, Rotomaker's going to throw jump balls to to the two big receivers that they have. There, it, it's going to be tough. We're going to have to score. Uh, eh, it's going to be tough. I, I don't think yeah. we win the game, yeah. but but right. I, I I have hope, and I've been wrong most of the year, so that's good for you guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I think I think what you said is right. There's too many other dudes. FSU has too much to play for. Yeah. Um, and Florida really is handicapped defensively. Again, whether you want to blame the coordinator. There's, I mean, they're they're almost they're helpless defensively. Look, you and I, let's be honest. Fourth and seventeen, we feared they were going to complete it. Uh, we could, I can say fourth and seventeen. I'm confident. We, nobody was confident. But right. fourth and seventeen, right. we we knew at fourth and seventeen, there's a pretty good chance. Just because the way the season's gone, they were going to hit the play and go, and the guy was going to kick the field goal, and that's what happened. So, um, so I think FSU is going to beat them, and they won't go to a bowl. So they got to hold the. Let me ask you, because you follow closer than I do. Mm-hmm. Are they holding the recruiting class together? Is the word the word is that for the most part they yeah, we took a couple. We right. took uh, we took uh, three or four hits, and hopefully that's it. And hopefully you could add a couple more. We're so, certainly trying to poach some guys, and I know that you know uh, everybody's going to dive into the Texas A and M situation. I still believe I still stand by what I said last week about the portal. I think he's got to go a little extra in the portal this year. I think he's got to go hard in the portal. I think he's got to find the guys that are going to help. I think by experience, the defense will be better next year. Um, but yeah, the, he's got to. I still think you have to add some guys. I think you got to get back in the, you know, got to listen. The bottom line is you play Georgia and Bama. You got to beat Georgia and Bama and they go right. one, two every damn year. So right. you got to well, go get them in recruiting, man. You got well, to next year, next year. He, he's got to, he, here's why the portal's so important. He's got to win enough games in year three to get to year four. Yeah. If he gets to year four, and then you got be- lag way. And yes. by the way, when you see that running element in, and that's the one thing, you know, Graham Mertz really couldn't provide. He tried, you know, right. you had that running element to a college quarterback. It right. changes things. It opens things up. Their offense is fine though. They, like you said, 35, 31, whatever they yeah. score points. So, yeah. But I, but I think if they if they if they get a couple of portal a handful of portal guys yeah yeah and the other thing is they need them all because they need Cam Jackson and Banks and Mertz they need them all to come back they yeah, need, there's going to be yeah. attrition we know that that happens yeah. no matter but what you, so right but you don't want good attrition you know no. you know you're losing Princely you know you're losing Pearsall I hope every Montreal Johnson I guess will come out I hope everything else of, everybody else of significance comes back that's important that's important so, so we'll see I'm tired of losing Frankie. I'm tired of it. All right. Hey, before Beats you me down, how about hoops? Can I talk hoops with you or no? Hoops good? was a nice little pick me up on Friday. That's well done. You got yeah, a, you know. got a, you got a quick hoop scoop. And I'll just say yeah. this. They're very good at rebounding from what I understand. Yes. 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 <laughs> they, they are. <laughs> they, they, um, you know, you've warned me against drinking the Kool-Aid too. Early, I know, but let me just say this. Be I'm careful. starting to sip. Can I sip? You I'm can sip. To- I'm taking a little bit of a sip because I don't think FSU is very good this year. I don't they, either. But they got pit on Wednesday when we was so. Let's see what they do against but, Pitt. But Dan, it was thirty-six to nine at one point in that game. Okay, I like that. It was thirty-six to nine. I haven't had a lot of thirty-six to nine, oh. even though it was fifty-two twenty-two at the half, which was even bigger. But thirty-six to nine felt bigger. Oh, it sounds know? good. It, it sounds it, good in 30, basketball. It's thirty-six to nine. So <laughs> no, we'll watch them against Pitt on Wednesday. And this is the, we, we do this on Tuesday for people that don't know. 
but there may be something there. It's early, but we need it. No, we deserve it, yes. Dan. We, deserve we do. It. We do. Okay, we do. So. So. All right. That, that's all things Gators, all things <laughs> Orange and Blue. Dan Hickett, Frank Francis. And thank you, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, se-ortho.com. All your orthopedic needs in Jacksonville, Florida. Frank, next week we'll be talking about a bowl-bound Gator team, hopefully. hopefully. Oh, that'd be great. See you. See you, bud.